0: Hi, and welcome to Grounding with Jem. I'm Jem Wilson, and I'm a mindset coach and founder of Vala Energy. I'm so excited to help you up-level your mindset, ground back into your body, and reconnect with nature to live your most fulfilling and expansive life. I truly believe that whatever you can see in your mind, you can manifest into your reality, and I can't wait to share my practical tips for life, Love and business with you. Thanks for joining me today, and let's jump right in. Hi, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Grounding with Gem. I first up wanted to say a huge thank you. I've been getting lots of podcast love lately, so thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone that's been listening. Tagging me, sharing, dropping me a message saying how much you enjoyed and what you enjoyed. I really am so, so grateful. It means the world to hear how much you enjoy pressing play. And it keeps me feeling inspired and motivated to carry on creating. There's now over 70 episodes of the podcast. So if you're new, definitely go back and have a binge listen. I have some great guests as well that you can enjoy listening to and learn a lot from. So you may know by now that my new feminine energy course, which is the feminine flow and is online for the next five weeks, starting on the 29th of February, I am now open for enrollment. So if you are Really looking to expand your knowledge of feminine energy to dive deeper into harnessing it, learning how to surrender, creating a sacred space in your home, learning about the feminine archetypes, receiving the thirteenth right of the womb transmission definitely click the link in the show notes come and join me. I cannot wait to. Take you through this transformation, and a payment plan is available. If you would like to find out more about that, please do drop me a message at Grounding with Gem on Instagram. Spaces are extremely limited. The early bird discount, which is basically a couple of hundred pounds, ends very shortly, so don't wait around. Tap that link below and come and join me. So, last week I was driving for about an hour and I was listening to a few podcasts back to back and on one of them there was a guest I cannot remember the podcast for the life of me and the guest said the one thing that changed their life was hearing this quote which was to stop waiting to be chosen and to choose yourself and I absolutely love that quote and the rest of the drive I was thinking about yeah how often do we give away our power to other people do we look around us for external validation. And so this was something I wanted to turn into a podcast episode. I have so much to say about it because I see so many women looking around for other people to tell them how amazing they are. And I always want to say, but look at you, look how amazing you are you're more than your achievements or the car you drive or the amount of money in the bank or the partner you have. You are enough as you are and you don't need to give your power away. So if this is something you can really relate to and is something you've been feeling lately, it's been coming up, I'm here to help you shift your focus today because instead of Wanting and waiting for external validation or approval from others. This is really an invitation to turn your attention inwards and to recognize that your self worth does not depend on someone else choosing you. It is something you create and build from within. And you may remember there was this whole thing online for a while about pick-me-girls. And I remember seeing it once in a comment that someone had left on a post for someone else saying, oh, she's such a pick-me-girl. And I was like, what does that mean? but basically a pick me girl is the kind of girl who says and does things to be chosen by guys and to basically prove that she's quote unquote not like other women and immediately i was like oh i roll why are we perpetuating this whole male gaze narrative and still putting women against each other and working competitively rather than collaboratively and uplifting each other and doing our bit to help and heal the sisterhood wound. Because the truth is when you show up as your authentic self and when you're comfortable in yourself, you don't feel the need to tear other people down or to criticize other people on random Instagram posts. And You attract people who are just like you once you start to pick yourself and embrace who you are. A great example of this is I've always been really witchy, really into death and visiting graveyards for most of my life. And people are always a bit weirded out by the fact I do this because I love everything beige and also I do love anything glittery. So often I'll go places like I went to get my nails done at Christmas and the girl was like, Why do you love glittery things when you live a beige life? And I was like, I don't know. I've just got like an inner Hello Kitty, Barbie, sparkly personality trapped inside along with this like goth (laughs) who loves anything death related. But apparently I was reading something recently and it said women that are drawn to witchcraft, they are the ones that are the most comfortable with death. So it does make sense. But anyway, I've gone on a really big tangent. And as I was saying about the graveyards, I was really into visiting graveyards. And most people have been like, what is that about? Why do you have a fascination with death? And they would be like, yeah, that's a little bit weird. I'm not going to lie. Like the time my sister and I went to Hollywood Forever Cemetery in LA, and then we got an Uber to the Museum of Death. <laughs> the Uber driver was like, are you okay, girls? <laughs> do you want a talk?" But yeah, I did my Reiki training with my friend Mel and I didn't know any of these ladies and we were talking about our upbringing and I was saying, yeah, I used to love going to graveyards. Like my obsession as a child was going to graveyards and they, rather than looking at me and thinking, what the F, they were all like, yeah, me too. Oh my gosh, they're so peaceful. I love looking at the different gravestones and I felt like, oh my gosh, these are my people. Maybe I'm not such a weirdo after all because... I'm not the only one that enjoys doing this and I do think sometimes when you embrace all of you and you let that freak flag fly and don't try to hide or suppress parts of yourself that you think would be undesirable to others you do attract your tribe and especially since becoming a coach and infusing lots of witchy spiritual aspects into my work things like working with the cycles the wheel of the year even embracing your inner shadow, I began to attract people who literally were like, I want to learn about that. Can I pay you for that? Can I pay you for your knowledge and your insight? And then I was like, wow, I get paid to embrace my inner weirdo and curiosity and that's pretty cool because if I'd have stayed working in that corporate job worrying what everyone else thought of me and some of these people they do follow me on Instagram, the people I still freelance with, if I worried about gaining their approval over my life and my choices I would still be stuck working in a job where I was feeling very depleted, living a life where I felt like I was on a hamster wheel and feeling quite unfulfilled. So basically, the next time you are thinking about dimming your light to fit in, remember that there is someone out there who is feeling so inspired by you, who is ready to hear what you have to say. They are resonating with you. They are connecting with you. They are grateful for you being the voice. And most likely, they are willing to pay you to learn from your wisdom. And other people's opinions are not going to pay your wage. Let's just always try and remember that. And this sense of conviction in embracing who you really are, rather than who you think you should be, who maybe others would want you to be. It does tie in with having a strong sense of self-love and self-worth and this is a lot of the work I do with clients. I am a certified life coach but also self-love coach and self-love really is the foundation of everything in life. What you allow to happen in your life, how you allow people to treat you, what you go after, what you believe you're worthy of and so it's really important then to understand that your inherent value in this world is not determined by being chosen by others. You do not need to earn your worthiness. You simply need to remember it. And if you're struggling to think, well, really what makes me worthy of doing this or having this or being this or breaking the cycles manifesting something that's so out of the norm for my family then get your journal out or get the notes app up on your phone or the voice recorder whatever works for you and start speaking or writing about why you are worthy start to challenge those limiting beliefs that tell you you can't do something or why it shouldn't be you because The more you can be the loving observer of these sneaky thoughts, the quicker you can challenge them and you can replace them with empowering thoughts that are going to help you to create new beliefs that will serve you in manifesting this life that you keep dreaming about and desiring, but you're too afraid to tell someone about. And this might also be an exercise that you keep coming back to and going deeper with as you start to drill down into these limiting beliefs and challenging them. I often think it's not a one-time thing, challenging a limiting belief, because you might be having a really good day, you might be ovulating and feeling quite optimistic and energized. But how about the times when things aren't going to plan maybe you're PMSing and you're feeling very emotional or a bit deflated can you still bring that voice of compassion in that says hang on this is just a limiting belief let's choose again what is the opposite thought and even sometimes I try doing this and I find it quite hard to get myself out of my own mind. So what I tend to do is put on a really uplifting song or I might listen to a podcast or a YouTube video that inspires me and helps me to raise my vibration, to shift out of those feelings of lack or doubt or self-judgment because we're all human at the end of the day. It's so normal to have good days and days where you feel a bit wobbly. So, find what works for you as well. Maybe it is put it on your favorite playlist, it might be going out for a walk, but I usually find it's helpful to distract your brain and to do something that is really positive as well. And something I want you to really remember when it comes to choosing yourself is that it's so important to give yourself permission to choose to remember that you have the power and the autonomy in your own life to decide what serves you best whether that is a job a relationship a friendship and you also have the power to release things to clear energy and to make room for something new to manifest something different instead of asking, am I good enough? Flip the script and say, is this good enough for me? And some people might feel really uncomfortable doing that, putting themselves in the center, especially if you're someone that's always been of service to other people. But this subtle mindset shift and practicing this self-inquiry will really empower you to evaluate situations Based upon your needs and your preferences rather than always settling to the default or thinking well this is as good as it gets what is the point in even trying and I am a huge believer that you can harness your mind to create a new reality and I'm not saying that in a toxic positivity way But it's like that quote that says, when you change the way you look at things, the way you look at things changes. It's all about perspective. So instead of thinking, I'm stuck in this job forever, there's no point in even looking for another job, what's the purpose in trying? Maybe you can think about what inspired action you can take to change your reality. Is it making a list of your dream job? Is that where you start? Maybe the next step is to look online at jobs or to go to a networking event, to call a recruiter or to ask your friends and your family if they know anyone who's hiring because the opportunities are endless when you start to expand your horizons and you realize that you don't have to stay stuck anywhere. Once you can start to create that abundance mindset of, hey, actually, I have so many options And I know I deserve something better than this. I know I am worthy of more. That's when the magic starts to happen. The same goes for meeting a partner. Don't just do the apps or go on dates with friends of friends. Keep your options open. And as Mike Dooley always says, work both ends to the middle. Try the two things out or a few things out and you will get there eventually. You may have to explore some different avenues before you arrive where you want to, but you will definitely learn a lot along the way. And growth is definitely the result of experiencing challenges and working through them and overcoming them and work on being the best version of yourself because when you meet that other person, then you will have a such a strong sense of self-worth and an unshakable amount of self-love and a strong sense of values that they won't be able to cross your boundaries. You will know what you stand for. And as RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how are you gonna love somebody else? That is a quote I say all the time, but it is so, so true. And I get it that choosing yourself can feel really vulnerable, but Even if things don't go to plan, try to embrace that mindset of rejection is redirection or rejection is protection. Some people also say. And I love to think of this as being a really positive way of reframing something. So if you don't get the outcome you want, maybe you didn't get the job, the date didn't go that well, you didn't have a connection. Rather than staying stuck on that in the present and feeling like it's never going to get any better, trust that it is divinely working out for you and that something even better is on the way. I've been reading the book A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson for easily the last year and a half, and I'm probably only a third of the way through, but I'm always highlighting different quotes. And something that just came into my mind then was a quote she has, which I can't remember exactly how it goes, but she says something along the lines of, when you bring your past into your present, you create your future from your past. And I think that's such a lovely way to remind yourself that we don't always need to be carrying the baggage of the past around with us. We can always be creating new mindsets, new beliefs, new opportunities. And more than anything else, it's about believing in yourself because worthiness is not about perfection. It's all about self-belief and asking how can you Build that self-trust, that confidence to believe that you are deserving of manifesting incredible things, of living an amazing life, irrespective of what's happened in the past or what anyone thinks around you right now. It's so important to release the need for approval from others and seeking external validation. That is really the fundamental takeaway from today's episode and especially as women we have this good girl conditioning which always tells us not to rock the boat or to speak up too much because oh what will other people think and if you've never heard of good girl conditioning before it basically refers to this pattern of idealized feminine norms and acceptable behaviors that are often defined by the expectations in society. So you can probably relate to being a young girl or young woman and being frequently told to make politeness a priority, to consider other people's feelings and to Go after perfection, even if it means compromising your own well-being or doing things you don't necessarily want to do or agree with. And further on in life, this conditioning, it can really lead to seeking approval, being a people pleaser, suppressing your own emotions, desires, your authentic self in favor of pleasing others and society. But if there's one thing I've realized by the grand old age of 34, it's that I would rather be my authentic self. And if someone doesn't connect with that, then that is totally all good. Because as the saying goes, I would rather be disliked for who I am than loved for who I am not. And it's humbling to realize that actually not everyone is going to like you. I'm sure you can think of some people that you just don't vibe with and that's totally okay there is someone for everyone out there and as dita von Teese once said you can be the ripest juiciest peach in the world and there's still going to be somebody who hates peaches and i hope this reminds you that it's time to break free from the cycle of constantly seeking validation from others because when you fill yourself with from within, you are no longer going to be looking around at others to define your value and to tell you how great you are. And if you are listening to this and thinking, oh my gosh, I feel like I've wasted so much of my life caring what other people say, it's time to call back your power. Step into your truth and affirm that you are capable of making choices that feel aligned with your highest potential and your most authentic self. And maybe you can even say out loud right now, I'm no longer energetically available for giving my power away, for waiting to be chosen, and I choose myself. Because you are enough, and it's such a wounded feminine energy vibe to be always dependent on others and viewing your worth through their eyes, And the antidote to this is to actually shift into your healthy masculine energy, your divine masculine, and to embody the energy of confidence. So remember this the next time you feel yourself shrinking, giving your power away, allowing somebody else to project your worth back to you. And remember that your choices ripple outward. By choosing yourself, you not only honor your own worth, but you are positively impacting those around you and being the example to others. So this is your invitation today to stop waiting, to be chosen and to choose yourself. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful if you could leave a five-star review. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a few words, a little sentence saying what you enjoyed. And as always, feel free to tag me on Instagram at Gem or message me with any requests for future episodes or something you would like to see me talk about on the pod, and I will do my best to take that on board for future episodes. So I hope you have a great week ahead. I'm actually off to Glastonbury. I'm recording this on a Wednesday, a day early because my beautiful friend Mel and I are going on a day trip to the Chalice Wells, to the Springs, to the tour and I will share all about it on Instagram, so be sure to check that out if you're looking for the best spots to hit up in Glastonbury. And with that said, I'll catch you next week. Bye! Thank you so much for pressing play on today's episode. If you enjoyed, I would be very grateful if you could subscribe, download, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have a great week, and I'll catch you next time.